We hope you've been enjoying this show the last few weeks, the Super Empty Podcast. Alex, have you been enjoying it? I love every minute of it. You know, listening to it just sounds great. Hearing my voice is amazing. I can tell you like the sound of your own voice. Well, yeah. if you like the sound of Alex's voice, we'd love it if you would rate us on iTunes or join the conversation on Twitter or on the SoundCloud pages for these uploads. Really helps us spread the word about the show. Yeah, and you know, don't forget about us on Instagram either. Uh, we're at SuperMTNC, Instagram and Twitter. Find us. We're everywhere. Exactly. And yes, join the conversation. Let us know what you think. If you have an artist you want us to hear, shout them out. Yes. Drop them in the DMs. We'll listen. Probably. All right. Enjoy another episode coming up. Lifting burdens and living purpose through vivid searching. The gift of working for frigid burners and critics lurking. Committed turning from cynics clerking, but pencil purpose. The written surface just mimics hurting two vicious Kermits. Welcome to another episode of the Super Empty Podcast. This is the March Madness edition, where we're going to be talking about, well, a lot of things. But for starters, Duke, UNC, NC State, all in the bracket. Alex, how do you feel about the Midwest? Uh, yeah, that sums it up right there. Yeah? Eight yeah. seed for state? You know what? That, oh, nine I seed, think sorry. I think eight seed would have been better. Um, Fair enough. I don't know, man. You know, Kevin Keats is a winner. Yeah, we don't know about that NC State stuff do anymore. Yeah, yeah. Do you think uh, that this is a Final Four kind of year for NC State, probably? You know what? Everything I just said was really unironic. It was very sincere. So, mm. yeah, fuck it. Uh, we could go to the Final Four. Um, it's not like any... Oh, shit, you're in Duke's bracket. I didn't notice yeah. that. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> as, as good as a team as Duke is, they they lost... To Carolina twice. Uh, no, well, the last game against Carolina was one that Carolina easily could have lost as well. So that one was kind of up in the air. The last five minutes when Carolina couldn't make a basket. Yeah, yeah. It's a. I think it's a fun year in college so, basketball. Like literally any, but I. It's a weird yeah. year. UNC has ten losses and they're a two seed. Uh, and hey I man, think a well deserved two. This seed is going to be a fun year, I think, especially because again, I have some skin in the game with What's state. Oh, oh state yeah, they're in, in there. Yeah, they're not. Oh, and <laughs> Central. That's the real winner of this whole thing. Hey, Central on that play-in, man. Play-in Texas game. Southern. Texas Southern. Oh, Wednesday night. It's, it's messed up, man. Wednesday Two night, 6.40 p.m. Two years in a row, they've won their tournament. But they gotten won in last year, right? They, won, they got into the real tournament. Yeah. Did they? Show, put some respect on my name, on my alma mater's name. To play Xavier. They might be. Yeah. That's the weakest one. That's the weakest yeah. one seed. Let's go Central. Well, Xavier couldn't even win their own championship. It's still lining so. up so that Central can play Duke in the national championship. You mean and Durham and Durham Tech? For. No. Disrespect the shade from Alex. Okay. Well, we're not just talking about real basketball. We're also going to be talking about fake basketball with the Kanye West madness bracket that was put out. We'll get to that later. Um, also, we've got new music to talk about. Something I got hip to this week from Miriam on her Facebook page. This guy, Trevor Lanier out of Wilmington. He had a song uh, in January with J.K. the Reaper, Greensboro artist, and it is crazy. This beat is insane from a dude named Gato or or woman. I don't know, but we're going to play that for you for a second because this is a really crazy song. You hate me now. I can tell you hate me now. Yeah, they feeling me now. I figured it out. Just met my first at a K. Damn. Hey, I ain't talking about the plays. People nah. nowadays still think it's a game. Shit, but ain't never been one to play. Right. Advice from a land. Do I look like I need it? I'm undefeated. After the green like a vegan. Lately, I'm feeling like I'm right in the place that I should be in. 
When you living like this, people resent it. Made 2K this weekend, I've already spent it. Call me crazy, man, I got some demented. Don't bring me your problems, I don't run a clinic. Everybody got their own perspective. Mine's the only one that bought me this necklace. Mine's the only one that shit off my checklist. Fuck a label, independence the way. Also, shouts to a couple <laughs> other things that you might see on the website this week. First of all, Drugs Beats. If you don't know about Drugs Beats, you should know about Ooh. Drugs Beats because he had a beat on the Dr. Dre album a couple years ago. Very, I feel like, still under-respected, unknown name in North Carolina. Uh, also, shout out to this dude, Primo, who has a great beat tape out right now. That's P-R-I-M-O-U-X. And also, Steezy has a new song called Disrespect. So, a few things to check out. Nice. But we have, like we said, a number of things to get into this week. We have the Kanye West bracket madness. We're going to be talking about a big question I had, which is if rap music has passed me by. I feel a little bit, there were a couple articles that came out this week. One from The Ringer that was about the new good music artists that they've signed and about them representing the future of hip hop. And I really wasn't into the music and uh, made me reflect on good music and, and a lot of what I came up on in 2009, 2010 and prior to that. So we'll get into that. And then there'll also be an interview with Tamik Cameron, the front man for Young Bull. Came through, talked about Durham, talked about Harvard, talked about meeting Ninth Wonder. Yeah. He had some good stories for us. It was a fun interview. Absolutely. So give us $2 million on GoFundMe and we'll never do this podcast again. Until that time, we'll be here every week. This is episode nine of the Super Empty Show on the Runaway Podcast Network. A lot of real basketball coming up next weekend, but first we have to talk about fake basketball, fake brackets that just were put out called Kanye Madness with all, not all of his songs, but 64 of his songs yeah. lined up NCAA tournament style. This is so awesome. This was retweeted yeah. 20,000 times. I mean, shouts to Just Jump Media. Yeah, genius putting idea. putting this together and actually having a really good follow through on the bracket itself and then actually like all the polls. Exactly. Because you could see somebody putting something out like this and then being like, that's, right, right. Just like it. it's a cool image. Yeah. No, this is pretty awesome. They got the color. The albums are yeah. color coded in each region, which you notice immediately. There were 12 songs from College Dropout made it into this field. Four songs from from Jesus. Is that no, appropriate to you? That's fine. But so I just wanted to get into it because you guys were debating this like already as soon as we walked in the door uh, and got it pretty heated, I have to say, off mic. So let's just highlight some of the biggest matchups in the first round and what you guys thought about the rankings and the seedings. So where should we start? What was one of the ones you pulled up? Uh, so for me, Runaway in the, the Donda region, uh, number four is way too low, if you ask me personally. I would put that at, at the very least in that region, number two, because All Falls Down is like an all-time classic for me as well. But yeah, like number four. I don't know. It, it good life should not be anywhere in front of that. <laughs> that was your hot take was that good life shouldn't be on this bracket. It shouldn't I mean, be on the whole sheet. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not. I miss me with good life. I guess I don't know. I don't need it. That that is probably. <laughs> I thought my take was hot, but that that's pretty uh, inflammatory for a take. Uh, in this, I'm glad we started in this bracket because because <laughs> we were also talking about uh, drive. Well, how many do we know? How many songs from uh, from late registration made it? I can see. Five, six, okay, looks like eight, ten. Okay, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah, Jesus, that seems. I, I I still 
and always go back and forth between that and uh, Dark Twisted Fantasy being his best album, in my opinion. Drive Slow getting a five seed in that same bracket with Runaway is, and when we played it, I played it over the loudspeaker. I think that is just some of his best sampling work, especially for, you know, Kanye doesn't do a whole lot of that same style these days. Um, but yeah, I mean, the beat is like immaculate. It's Paul effortlessly, Wall, it's effortlessly never, cool. He's made a good song in his life, has some of his best bars don't, ever. Don't, in that don't song. you ever disparage Paul Wall. I, t- again, <laughs> five seed. What are they? It's up against hi- highlights. I don't even remember that song. Yeah, you no, could, miss me with all of the lights too. Like, put we, that at number yeah. ten or something. That one and power, because power got a two seed in the other in one of the other brackets. Nah, power's not worth those that. songs to me. Got so overused in NBA sports promotions like, and that's, commercials that and yeah. right now. You know the ones they're doing right now. What? Like stars align and shine and do the time and go all the blow your mind. <laughs> do we even know who those dudes are? <laughs> Are those like real rap? They must be somebody. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh god. Okay. But still, I love how the the. Sorry, on Ryan's point though, the videos are really the best part of those new songs for the for the uh, basketball ads and stuff. Oh sure. The two guys rapping. Uh, no, but I mean, for the most part, they they got they got they were on the right track with. I this. mean, yeah. I people's tastes, their really, opinions. Like, yeah. I think for the most part, they got all the appropriate songs on the list. Yes, I would agree. Yeah, I didn't know one I like needed to see that wasn't on here. Um, it's let's like, talk about well, real uh, quick the Saint the Saint region. Oh, Saint, yeah. The Saint region, which ultralight beams at a twelve, is really rough for me. That's dumb. That's really, that's really rough. Actually, that's one of the first round matchups that I found to be really tough. A five twelve, and this is reflects how weird five and twelves are in the real tournament a lot of time. Yeah. Spaceship with a sneaky five to ultralight beams twelve. Ultralight beams was just an easy pick for me. Yeah. I, that one is like nostalgia for me versus the impact that I know Ultralight Beams made it the first time I heard it. it was like, well, all right, this is how I would yeah. break that tie. Is that Not the, just that song fr- was Chance to me? Yeah. So I would give the I would give it to Spaceship. Oh no, that shit is still Kanye for me. I don't I don't care what you say. Like Chance had a great verse on it, but that is that song is just Kanye for me. That's like I just want to say that I saw the first performance that Chance gave of that in Raleigh. That was the first time either of them performed the song was at the Ritz. That's cool, man. That's that's cool. Uh, I didn't. We'll so, definitely have to get first, this bracket up on the site. Yes, uh, when we post this for everybody to debate. I'm curious. If you're on Twitter, go find it too. Like, yeah, vote in those polls because they're up for another couple days. Do you guys think that the Four one seeds? Fourteen. I know. That's fine. I know. I saw. I just saw that. That's. Do you think the one seeds win. went out? Do you think that it's one seeds no. uh, in the final four no. for all four brackets? No. Which one? Which one do you think has the best? Which one seed do you think has the best chance of getting upset? Jesus. Oh. Touch the sky. I think can't tell me nothing is like, I mean, I know this is unpopular, but to me, it's my least favorite of the ones. The ones being, all falls down. Touch the sky. Jesus walks. Can't tell me nothing. Touch the sky is one of my favorites, but I feel like it could easily get over, overtaken. You're right. That's another. Otis. That's another weak one. Jesus walks is definitely making it past the second round. All falls down is making it past the second round. I saw people submitting thirty hours winning, which is pretty cool. Hey, man. 30 hours being a 12 seed. Andre 3000 was on that one, wasn't he? Or no, that was the voicemail. No. I don't remember. It was one of those ones that wasn't really a song. He was just like, let me record some shit, put it on there. We're looking at the bracket. I'm a huge fan of the, the Saint region. 
I think now that there's a lot of really good. There's uh, good stuff. There's there. just a bunch of bars in that one between Gorgeous at three, uh, Diamonds from Sierra Leone at four, yeah. Dark Fantasy even at thirteen up Bound, against Diamonds. Bound Touch the Sky. At number Ten though. Yeah, I don't what go back to that song very often. About, people were really, I saw on Twitter, uh, really angry about Love Lockdown being a 10. That should be Because people, well, not you, Justin, obviously. That should but be higher. Yeah, yeah, I mean, in general. And everything on Life of Pablo is like really just got screwed over. I don't think there's a song that's like a better than a 10 seed from Life of Pablo. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. And I do think that that's wrong. I, I would probably only put No More Parties higher than 10 ultra I, beams th- this will forever drive me insane is Father that stretch my hands to 15 seed after I, you said the, the asshole line that's yes great. yes that's the problem is that song is yeah, but the amazing intro to that, yes is so like, good up until that point and if you could have just if somebody I, can like make an edit of that dude, and put it up on spot hot take the, it's hot take i'm it's putting it over higher. power it, i think it gets higher i don't care i put it over power that wins that first round for me Timer. <laughs> How long is this going? I don't even know. Uh, I don't know, man. I would be happy if heard him say one at all. That would make you me really say that would be. Give awesome. us your takes on Twitter. Hit us up at the run- at Runaway Clothes at Super Empty NC at Super Empty NC. Uh, you, all of our handles are up there as well. We yeah. want to continue this to debate, obviously, because you know, we're going to be here for another fifty minutes if we <laughs> if we don't get out of this segment. You have to transition. But yeah, those polls are up for another couple of days too. Just Jump Media or at Just Jump, I think. I don't know. Check it out. You'll find it. Yeah, you'll it's find all over it. Twitter. If you it's a, it's, a mo- it's officially a Twitter moment, so just check there. <laughs> so speaking of Kanye West, he started a label in 2010. It's called Good Music. No, not 2010. Sorry, 2004. It's called Good Music. I had to say. <laughs> <laughs> you know, about eight years ago. Year, yeah. So anyways, uh, but this week there was a couple pieces that came out, one of them being on The Ringer, where it was talking about a couple of their newest, newer artists, Valet and Sheck West, and how they signaled a move towards the future for the label and that they were thinking ahead for the first time in a while. They had been a very top heavy label, which was a bunch of big names. And then everyone else was like people you'd never heard of. And uh, they haven't been very well developed. And there's, you know, memories in the back of my mind of the designer uh, retweet challenge where he said 50,000 retweets and I dropped my new song and it got like 2000. So that was a sad moment for good music. I'm impressed he got 2000. (laughs) So, you know, they've had a, a, uh, a checkered past, we should say, of developing acts that are not named Big Sean, J- uh, sorry, but Jay-Z, Big Sean, <laughs> Kanye West, Pusha T, Common, you know. Uh, and so, anyways, yeah. the whole thing just had me reflecting about what what is considered the new sound, what is current in hip-hop, and this label that, in many ways, to me, was, like, foundational to me starting to listen yeah. to this music because a couple of my favorite, absolute favorite albums ever are B and Finding Forever, and those are two of the first four albums that came out on the label. Um, and now for, you know, I listened, I looked at that, uh, article about Valet and I listened to this music and I just wasn't into it. And I was like, man, what, what does it say that this label that I once grew up revering, this guy is the future of this label. Yeah. I felt like maybe this was a moment where maybe rap music is getting away from me potentially. I, f- I feel like good music hasn't necessarily been at the forefront of, you know, hip hop in a minute anyway. I mean, TDE has been there for a few years now. With you know, you have Kendrick, you have Schoolboy Q. SZA finally dropped her project this past year, and that was incredible. We and talked about how they are like kind of what good was to me. Exactly Eight for this ago, generation, nine like TDE has taken that mantle and they've run with it. And it seems like good music is trying to be like, all right, what's the wave after that? 
Yeah, I don't really know what label, what older label has made the transition into, I mean, we were going back through the list of like, yeah. you know, before Good Music, what was there? And, you know, we had, was it Rockefeller? Rockefeller, you had Cash yeah, Money. Yes, they're Throw. always kind of in, I mean, the underground labels are different because they're kind of always relevant to the fans. But like yeah, the big, have. you know. But yeah, the big established ones, yeah. they, they, they're hallmark artists as they get older. It's harder to uh, recruit yes newer artists that have a similar sound because usually a label has a concurrent yeah. sound and so um, when your older artists are fading out of the limelight and you're trying to find new people to fill in that space yeah. their sounds nor you know, normally don't align and, and so they the label yeah. just ends up dying out with the artists and like to the point about tde they all have a pretty similar like it all fits it makes sense that these are all tde artists and when you think about what you just said, you think about Dreamville, right? Dreamville doesn't necessarily have like a distinct sound necessarily. Yeah. They let their artists kind of develop the way that their artists are going to develop. And so for, I feel like a lot of people outside of North Carolina, Dreamville might not necessarily be one that they think of as like, yeah, they're also up at the top, you know, with TD in terms of, you know, being at the forefront of today's music. It's also hard to have that many good yeah, artists. I mean, exactly. good. Uh, we think it, we, the albums you named, the artists you named, were at the top of their craft yes. all at the same time, and it it's came together because there was like a once in a generation person leading the label. Exactly. Right? Yeah, and it's just it's hard to do that. I mean, TDE is an exception. I think most you know a lot of people um, revere not just Kendrick but the other artists on exactly. that label. Yeah, uh, the other guys, I mean, J Rock's dope. Schoolboy Q's great. Isaiah, is he on the label? Isaiah oh, That's a good question. What about but the, SZA, I mean, the other guy? What's his name? Um, artist who will not be named anymore because <laughs> we've slandered him enough on this podcast. <laughs> I did actually hear a verse from him the other day that I kind of liked, but, uh, but. Yeah, I just think that, I mean, even like OVO. Yeah. Oh, wow. I forgot about that. You know, they, you've, you've got these, these labels that have these um, foundational pieces, yeah. but aren't able to fill out the roster to be quite as impactful as a, a good music was, at, you know, yeah. or yeah, like good music was. Um, or you mentioned um, not, well, Bad Boy a long time ago, yeah. uh, but uh, Cash Money. Cash money. They man. they were kind of in that space, yeah, yeah, or like early Lil Wayne. Um, so yeah, I mean it's just it's tough to do. But I thought I just thought it was weird that 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 label being you know seeing that they were trying to to jump into this yeah. uh, new lane and it was it instantly just reminded me of a lot of stuff that's coming out now that is quote unquote the new sound that I don't personally like. And how a lot of the times that can just get into the discussion about being like an old head versus like into the new yes, and that you're yes, cranky yes, and yeah. you are more like a you like boom bap and conscious and you don't like the songs that are trap or that are just more about the beat. And we talked about it like I think a while ago on the podcast about we're in a producer's moment right now. We're like in a producer era where like the sound is almost more. It's actually basically like boomerang back yeah. to the origins of hip hop when the DJ was the biggest thing and the and the MCs were the supporting act. It's basically the vibe you get from the music now is kind of what the vibe are is going the for. thing that runs. Ly it. And lyrically, it doesn't necessarily matter as much. It's more of like, is what you're saying melodic enough? Does it go with the melody of the beat? Does it go yeah. with the drum pattern or whatever? But like, so I agree that that's how people yeah. are 
grading it. It's just that that's not how I, not to say there's a right or wrong, that's not how I really relate to it. And I think it's interesting as a conversation about hip hop and what is hip hop because the mute, the words, the lyrics and the messages has always been such a huge part of it. And now basically like you're saying, I'm agreeing that the way people are grading this right now is, I mean like, so to read the piece, Micah Peters piece in the ringer about how incredible Valet is, which first of all, his name is V-A-L-E-E. I hate to be this guy, but like, that's not what those letters do when you put them next to each other. They don't say Valet. So it's kind of like, at what point are we just letting artists like just call themselves a different word than their, than their name? Like, it's like, if you say like, I'm Joe, like my word, you know, J-O-E. And then you're like, my name's Tony. I'll go with it. That's not, that's not what, anyways, Valet, Valley, Valet. He, uh, <laughs> my chalice like these came with no strings in them. Yeah. My car don't like keys, that bitch pushed the star in it. Yeah. I bought some ball mains and I put some G's in it. Yeah. Went to the ball game and I got floor seeds, didn't I? Yeah. I took 20,000. You know, he's not, when you read a great review of his songs, he got 7.4 on Pitchfork for this new EP he dropped with Good. I mean, that's, it's not about the words, it's about the sound. And so, like, that's not what I got excited about when I got into this, not to say that. And again, that's yeah. like the whole cranky old head thing. But I wanted to bring up because we're not just talking about not liking young guys. And I think Dreamville is a good example because mm-hmm. like J.I.D. has a sound that's different than like old, yeah. old, like 90s hip hop. He's not the same as that. You know, Earth Gang is a great example. We talked about Anderson Pack, Tyler, the creator, Gold Link, all Vince dropped Staples, Staples dropping Smino. albums, Smino, Saba that are like really yeah. out Logic. there. Logic, I don't know. You're going to lose some people on that one. I mean, he's... He, yeah, yeah, there's... I mean, but whatever. He's more doing... I would just put Logic and Joey Badass in a different category of, like... Okay. It's much cli- more yeah. clearly an homage to the past. Um, but, like, No Name, Gypsy, like, No Name, yes, she's yes. doing stuff that you would not... If you played that to somebody in 2008, it would be like, what is this? This exactly. is interesting. Yeah, I agree. So, there's a lot of music that I'm into that's, like, totally new and breaking new ground. And so, when I get upset that Valet is getting so much, like these breathless reviews like oh my god this guy's him being signed to good music is a sign that they're really looking into the future with this sound i'm like what are you talking about this sounds well, like guess, atlanta music this I isn't anything new my point is like is it really something to be upset about that good music is signed people and people think it's like a big thing because good music hasn't necessarily been the most relevant label right for a few years now so it's not i'm not like mad that good's relevant no but I, I wish that they but would i'm sign. saying does it even really make them relevant i don't know so that's and my would personal it make any of their signees relevant because I literally just found out today when we were talking about Psy High that he did not release that album on Good Music. Apparently, they, he like left them two years ago. That's I did not I know read. that. That's what I read. I had no idea about that. And that's the thing of like, they had, he'd been on that label for a minute and they never let him, or I don't know what the deal is there. I'm not going to like make them out to be bad guys because I don't know what the deal was. But it's like, it's, it's funny because they had artists that didn't release music and now they've, you know, moved to a different label or whatever. They're releasing music there. All right. I'm, I'm sorry. I, no I don't idea. know where I let me make a correction here because I told you that and I'm sorry. No, he's, I, I saw I thought on. he was not current, but now on the Wikipedia page, it says he's a current artist. So I, was I don't just know. Looking at an out or uh, an article on like, okay, fucking complex or the fader or something. I don't yeah. yeah. But you know, it's been a lot of like weird shadiness around the label. Who knows who's on it? What's going on? Yeah. And uh, designer being their biggest thing was like such a swing and a miss. And that's what I'm saying. The future of good music. What does that really mean? At the end of the day. Right, like but I just such saw it a low as, stakes thing. I just that, saw it as a big, yeah. Again, because it had so much, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like influence. Yeah, yeah. It's like it, it was so important to me growing up, and it was like so singularly this like yeah. big deal label run by Kanye West, founded by Kanye West, 
that to see them now, like I was just, I was just thinking you, that. Would you kind of rather it see it just kind of be done? And if I good, mean, if this signing was to like a brand new label that was led by Pusha T and all that, that would be a different thing. But it's got that nostalgia that's kind of. Yeah, and I just took it as an example of like this was not what they were into when yeah. they started. So yeah. if if they're chasing the valets and the Sheck Wesses of right now, as as opposed to the JIDs, why is that? And does that signal that like things have changed or that I've changed? Because, and again, the the personality and the identity of a label can yeah. obviously change, but that was founded on much more of like a interesting people who were rappers. Yeah. But see, the thing is, I was excited about rap. We talked about it last week, like DJ Babu, Evidence, all this like mm -hmm. backpack stuff and brother. I remember bought a Brother Ali like B-side off undergroundhiphop.com. Yeah. That's the shit I was into. But then like <laughs> this stuff came along, which was like that sensibility, yeah. but with a pop side to it. And so Lupe Fiasco and Kanye West and yeah. Common figured that out and Consequence with the Don't Quit Your Day Job album that came out on Good. And so they were like no taking that backpack rap origins of the 90s and then commercializing it and making it pop music and obviously yeah. like coming out with college dropout and it being fucking 13 singles on that album. It was just an incredible album. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I, I don't know. I found a Twitter thread today um, basically talking about how like, is it really on the younger generation to yeah, like yeah, have to care about all the old stuff? Like, cause you know, basically you're saying like, is this really what hip hop is? I mean, the last tweet in this thread is basically hip hop is everything. Like there's so much variety and breadth of this one genre that you can go listen to, you know, Anderson Pack or Samino or somebody like that. And then, you know, if you're feeling like just turning up or chill on your couch and I don't know, staring at a wall, you can listen to like get really with the dark vibes that Valet has on that good music release. Well, you know? it's always good to respect your elders. I mean, you don't have to live and die yeah, exactly. by that music, yeah. right? Like I know Lonzo Ball tried to trash Nas like he wasn't one of the greatest rappers ever. And it's like, dude, it's fine if you don't listen to his music every day. But you at least, in my opinion, have to respect the craft and respect the what he did for the genre and how he pushed it forward. Yeah. And I don't know. There's so much there to that. And this I mean, history across the board is I, I love the shit because I think that it's it's important to. I don't, I'm, I'm like, I'm about to lose myself in this discussion, but <laughs> yeah, I just think that it's so important to the, for the artists to recognize, um, that their sound is not original yeah. in every case. And that even, even this Atlanta shit, like a lot of the things I watched a video the other day, they were explaining the lemon, the track for lemon and its the origins bounce. in new Orleans. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it's like, dude, none of this stuff, but people bounce. should know that. And you can appreciate both. You don't have to be, it's not a zero sum game. You don't have to either be exactly. a little pump fan or a Nas fan. Like, yeah, there's somebody in that, in the middle of that Venn diagram. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Yeah. And here's probably. like me here's personally, as a, every week now, there's yeah. a, a situation like this, like Lil Xan, it was this, week saying that uh, Tupac was boring anyways I mean go ahead if that's how he felt that's how he felt I guess I, I would still trash that opinion but I guess me personally I came into it like the first thing that really got me kind of hooked into hip-hop was lyricism um, but I will not turn down an opportunity to turn up Mm -hmm. And so, like, I, I'm pretty well, those about two things didn't used to be mutually exclusive, right? Like you could turn I don't the songs that people turned up to like Tribe Called Quest. That's why and yeah. Back to good music. Yeah. 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 And so exactly. Good. Yeah. Yeah. But exactly. what I guess what I'm saying, too, with that is that, you know, a lot of the people who like one but not the other are turning this discussion of, you know, it's it's OK if you don't like that. 
but you know you have to at least recognize this stuff happened as well into a you don't like this this is bad you need to like this i don't understand why you don't like this you're wrong and it's just because it's like people yelling at each other we and nobody get, we listening. We need to get Tune on this because Tune has so many takes about the yeah. old, old versus new lyricism versus vibes discussion. And he's one of those people that always is like, how do you not like this? How do you like, yeah. how are you not feeling this? Or like, how do you not know this artist? I'm like, dude, this is just not my, not well, my yeah, you know, no. section of the Venn diagram. It's like, it's great that that has come into its own that you really, people listen to rap music a lot of times now for the sound is really yeah. cool. Uh, but I do think that like the piece, the piece on the ringer and like other places I've seen sometimes right now, it's like a very provocative, sexy take yeah. to say that you think that this new artist, I have it all the time with our friend, Sammy, our dear friend, Sammy, who thinks that young thug is like Jimi Hendrix. And I just like, sorry, or like the future literally calls himself Hendrix. I think it's like so blasphemous because it's like, Oh, like it's like drugged out music. It's different. And like, I, and I don't even know much about Jimi Hendrix. I just, I just, Amen. I think sometimes people are just taking these historical references and being like, yeah, what this guy's doing is just revolutionary and it's changing everything. And I think that's what it's that's good what to tr push the boundaries and then let, I think I'm not trying to tell anybody to not make that music. Yeah. They should make it, but please don't tell me it's like, you know, the Sistine Chapel of music. It's people like Kanye West and these like incredible generation, yeah. uh, generational figures will come along and th these guys like him are so great at stealing as artists. And he'll steal the right pieces and make incredible music. Kendrick does that. That's what like, art is. You Pharrell steal. does that. That's why you're saying with the lemon beat, how he takes certain pieces of stuff and like makes something incredible. And in that song, Pharrell at least does kind of shout out bounce. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a lyric in there. Like, so th there's a way to do it too, where you're like, you're taking it, you're shouting yeah, yeah. it out so that somebody who actually cares would be like, oh, I wonder right, if that's it, referencing something. So you, I, know, you can I just, you can have everything. I think there's a lot of you know things I see writers I think trying to get a lot of credit for being yeah, it, ahead of the wave yeah. and they might be blowing things up a in, little bit more than they actually like it. In reference to, to that that piece by Micah, I'm a little more surprised that he wasn't like more in on Sheck West than he was. Yeah, if you so we didn't talk about it much in this episode. Uh, when it's over, yeah, listen to Sheck West. He is another artist that Good Music has signed out of I don't know where, but this uh, song. Yeah, where is it? Let me see. Yeah, he he has a song that Alex likes <laughs> on there. I don't know. I mean, he he just had so much more energy to it than anything I've heard of Valet in the past like four days. Mo Bamba, check out yeah. Mo Bamba by Sheck West. I don't know. It had me going. So I think it's time to blow up the label. I would say that's. That's my take here. I think that good music has like five years left. If that. Is that how you feel about it? I mean, I just feel like this is a grasp at trying to be relevant after this current wave is ready for a new mm -hmm. quote, a new label to quote unquote take over. Yeah, the ring of peace. Very, yeah, it's very cyclical. So that it's, it's bound to happen. All the, all the people that are at the top of this label, their best work may or probably may potentially be behind them. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I think... In the next few years, if Valet doesn't catch on, Valet, Valet, uh, I put my money on Sheck West. Sheck West, you think Sheck West is going to be Out not even big? He's going to be like, you know, maybe not. I'll a tell you what, I'm going to pay attention now. Okay, all and right, he's got no, at least I'll one year back. So I don't know. We'll see what happens in the next five years for good. All I know is, I think hip hop music is fine. I think I'm fine. I listen to JID. I listen to Anderson <laughs> Pack. I like new guys. I'm not all just Black Star forever. So yeah, it'll be not a little bit. <laughs> I'm running away, I'm running away, I'm running away Lord knows I don't need you
The song you just heard was voicemail by Young Bull. We were lucky enough to be joined by the lead singer, Tamik Cameron, earlier here in the Runaway Store. I talked to him about doing shows at Harvard. He bumped into Malia Obama, Ninth Wonder, uh, just burning, burning and labeling his CDs backstage before their album release show at Motorco, uh, getting support from the home city in Durham and uh, the origins of the band. So hope you enjoy it. This is my interview with Tamik Cameron. We're here with Tamik Cameron, front man, singer, sort of rapper for Young Bull, band out of, group out of Durham. And we're very lucky to have you on the show. We're glad to have you today. What's up? I'm glad to be here as well. Yeah? Yeah. Have you guys been, you guys have been touring at all or doing any shows or just working um, on the next thing? We, we did a couple shows like, uh, February was actually like a really big month, kinda, for real. Um, we did, <clears throat> we did a show at um, Clark University in Worcester. It's in Massachusetts somewhere, like a small college. But like, it was wild because it really wasn't nobody in there at first and we thought it was gonna be like, just like a bomb show, like damn, like we kind of just came up here for nothing. But um, then it kind of like got, they started really rocking with us, and, but it was bad because we had a whole bunch of technical difficulties and Gabe's keyboard was out for like 75% of the show. And then we had none of our like original band, like we played with in Durham, so right. we was playing with people who like had played with us for the first time. And so like they, we was just like making it go. And they was, the crowd was rocking with us, so it was like, that's all that mattered. And But that same weekend, that same show, right before the show, Gabe is a part of this, uh, when he was uh, uh, part of this, uh, this archive called the Hip Hop Archive at Harvard. And um like we got up there and um we this is when we uh took the picture with Ninth and we met Ninth Wonder at the uh like the little conference room. Like and so when we was talking about it like on the way up, like I'm thinking like we're going to a class. Like like a big like big ass lecture room like cause I've been to gave classes with him before at Harvard and like they be in big rooms you know what I'm saying like the big lectures is like where some famous like speaker is his professor or whatever like and so like when we went in there it was like maybe like ten people and they all like oh like what's up like y'all young bull like we start dapping everybody up you know connecting whatever some of them do music as well and whatnot and then knife came in and then it was just like just a normal conversation. We start talk, talking about like what we thought hip hop was, where we thought it was going, like all types of stuff. Like, and even crazier, like, you know what I'm saying? Like we talked about, like we just talked about a whole bunch of stuff and we rode the elevator down with him. And after that, he went to the Boston game. I forgot who they was playing, but Jason Tatum gave him tickets. And like, he was telling us- <laughs> like on a, life of Yeah, he was telling us on the slide. He was like, uh, like he was like, where y'all show at? Like, man, like if I ain't had tickets, like I might've would've, you know what I'm saying? So damn. it was like, oh, like, damn. But you know, I slid him. <laughs> you know, I tried to slide him some info, you know. But uh, two weeks later, we went back in, uh, to Boston and we did a show for uh, 
Harvard Black Student Association. And um we uh it was like they rented out this like like big like big like tall I don't know, it was like a fence called Hampshire, anything with Shire and it's just you fancy, you feel me? <laughs> They dressed in, you know, tuxedos. Like, you know, Harvard students, you know, drip down to it. Girls and, you know, dresses. Like, I'm talking about fine. Like, fine. Like, and so we come in there, like, on some chill. You know what I mean? And so we go we go and set up before anybody get in there. You know, sound check, blase, blase. And then so we go take showers at the hotel, get dressed, da 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 come back. And so we go upstairs and go to, they got free food, chefs and stuff in there, cooking and all that, da-da-da. Then, so, I man, we go in there where we set up our stuff. And I'm talking about, like, so where y'all sitting at comparatively to me? So say it's like I walk in, like, some double doors, like, right here. I know everybody that's going to hear this can't yeah, see what can't I'm see saying. What you're doing. <laughs> but just imagine, just imagine, close your eyes. I walk in some double doors right here where, the, where, the, where your mic is, Justin, is where the band is set up. Like, right where the double door is at. So I turn, we go over there, and I'm talking to Gabe and stuff. I'm talking to Ra. I turn around, and Malia Obama is sitting right where my mic is. <laughs> and on everything, they said, like, I wasn't paying attention to when she had left, but I saw when she had left. I knew she was probably going to leave before it ended. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, she got to get up out of there. But she left. They said uh, our camera dude that shot for us was like, she left, like, on the second to last song, and I was like, you know, that's pretty big. She heard chocolate. That's all I wanted her to hear. You know what I'm saying? And so it was just a lit February. But that's I don't amazing. really consider that necessarily a tour or anything. No, but, but, but also a crazy thing about that is, about that show is our bass player got kicked out right before the show. The the not the Shire thing. Yeah, not that the one. Fancy one. Yeah, the oh. fancy one. And then he came with us from here. Our bass player that plays with us from home came all the way to Boston, got kicked out the show right before we went on stage. That's amazing. I mean, you guys have a really unique setup because of Gabe's situation, right? I mean, most people wouldn't have the, the situation you do where you're from Durham, but a lot of the shows you guys do is in Massachusetts because he goes to Harvard. Yeah. You're a keyboardist and producer. So you end up doing a lot of shows up there. Do you feel like that's almost like I don't know how you guys feel your audience, where you feel they live in the age of the internet and streaming, but is it almost like half the people that come out and see you guys is over there? Like, how does the reach that you guys have there compare to here as far as doing a show and people coming out? Seems like Gabe's doing a really good job promoting in the in nah, the Cambridge area. Definitely. <laughs> uh, he definitely does a great job with just, like, definitely connecting us with, like, people who have, like, the power to get us places and, like, you know what I mean? But, um... Like, it's different, like, like I love my city, like, you know what I mean? But, like, I can't knock the fact, and it's even crazy, like, because, like, Ninth even said this. I asked a question where we was, uh, you know, like, him being from North Carolina and Christian from Winston, he from Winston, you know, he went to Central, you know, me and Gabe being from Durham. And, like, you know, you went to Central, you know, I don't, you know, been to Central. I ain't go to school there, but, yeah, uh, <laughs> But, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. But, like, I was talking about, like, yo, like, how is it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was asking them kind of, like, the question of being able to, like, get home to kind of, like, grasp you. And, like, you know, and he and he just kept it 100 with me. It was, like, like you know, you you know, being from wherever you're from, you always want home to love you first. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's where you know people. But he was, like, but 
it's just not gonna happen. He was like, you just gotta face that reality. And then he was like, and also he was like, just being real, he was like, you know, us being from North Carolina, he was like, I know. He was like, and he was just like, North Carolina really don't really show the music scene no love. And I, I, I don't, like, I'm not throwing no shade to anybody. That. Yeah, you know what I mean? But it was just like, you know, him making it to where he has, like, you know, in his profession, like, just the stature, his cre cre credibility or whatever, like, it's just, like, him saying it, like, he not saying it for no reason. No, like, and that's not and that's while. not saying forget home. That's just saying, like, you know, being from wherever anybody from, it's like, you know, you want your people, like, yo, why ain't, you know, such and such, I known all this time reposting me, but all these people in these places that don't know me reposting me, and you know what I mean? Like, that's that the way it always goes. It's always, it seems like the you need the outside validation, and then all the people around you yeah. see that, and then they're like, and oh, they like, oh, oh, you're amazing. Like, if you go, like, you know, they got like stuff now, like Spotify for artists and stuff, and now they about to start. Uh, I read an article where they about to do an Apple Music for artists, and you know, and you got TuneCore where you could look up your, you know, your, your streams, uh, yeah, your streams and whatnot. But Spotify for artists is better, honestly, in my opinion, just based on Spotify. Right. But um. Like, you know, you can see, like, where your listeners are, you know, how many listens you get in, like, or maybe a seven-day period or a month or whatever or a day-to-day -day basis. And, you know, like, Durham, like, <laughs> not in our top ten. Yeah. Like, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Imagine, but, right. like, you know what I'm saying? This our city. Like, this is my city. Like, right. I'm born and bred. Like, like it's, that, it's, that's, that's all love. Like, when we do shows, like, don't get me wrong, like, people come out and stuff like that. But, like. You know, it's like, even when we do shows, comparison to the shows, like, you know, people come to shows, sometimes they be packed, you know, sometimes they be all right. Like, people are kind of like, all depending, also depending upon, like, I don't know the type of people in Durham that come to the show. Like, it's like they very, you know, some of them be very timid to do stuff. Like, I feel like if it's not, if it's lean more towards, like, I don't know, one kind of like culture, like, whatever culture it is it's gonna be lit like regardless like and for instance like you mean the kind of college show you guys do is a certain scene yeah not and not even college shows any shows like like all right so when we went to atlanta we did a show in atlanta uh last year and like atlanta you know uh like uh what was the details around it was it around was it uh, at a school or no nah, we just this was we did uh this was when we went out like put together our own tour we was just doing like venues but we did an open mic night like just like a the, but this was separate than the show we had okay. planned we you just did a random yeah we just did no nah, we just did a Let's, random yeah. open mic night like rant like we was just yeah. like we just gonna hit this joint up hey the roots does that yeah and so we went and did that joint and like it was like a predominantly black crowd, like, and so like everybody was like, you know, vibing to it in like that way, like it was a like lit show. Like it wasn't lit, but like it was sitting down, it was like a lounge, but like they was like vibing. Yeah. Like we'll go to, you know, like, I don't know, like some place in Boston, like where it's predominantly white people and do a show and like they be jamming out to it or whatever, where it be like, Durham is now like and not just Durham and like not all shows in Durham but like they becoming like like and this is not bad you're not sure it's, about the temperature yeah the it's room. not bad it's like people it's like culturally like inclusive like because that's who we are like not and not to shade or discredit anybody but like 
you know, I can't say that about everybody's music. Right, your music. Yeah, I, I, I don't only speaking about us. Like, we bring all types of people, like, people I know, people gay, you know, people Christian, know, and it's like, you know, you know, people will be in there like looking, yeah, looking around, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like looking, but they'll be in there looking around, like you know what I mean? Like you know, they might be enjoying it, but like I don't know. Like it's like a weird vibe because I don't know. Like I don't know. Like it's. I, but you guys did. I think I totally agree. Shows with that. be way more. I, like I can't lie. Like I love when we do shows in my city because it's just like I love when I see people like that. I love coming out and supporting me, like and supporting us. People that I don't know, like whatever. Like I just love when my city come out support me, like regardless of the size. Like you know, I don't complain about when we had like we don't have some shows that ain't been like packed like in Durham. You know, I I don't complain about stuff like that. Like I just love when people come out of my city, but like. You know, being honest, like your shows out of town be like they be lit, like mm -hmm. they people be rocking with us. Cause I don't, I don't know if it's they don't know me from the back of their hand or what, but like they just be, like I don't know, they don't be like, like I don't know. It just can become kind of expected. Like when you know the people, I mean, you guys have done a good job of it though, of not being oversaturated here, and it's helped that Gabe's far away, so like yeah. <laughs> you can't really get oversaturated. But like you know, sometimes people are doing shows every couple weeks or every month that's the, the thing that we talk about though tired of it and they don't or not that they get tired of it but it's like i don't need to come because i know next week or two weeks from now he's going to have a show and you guys have done a good job of not doing that but i was also going to say that most people don't have uh the streams situation that you have with spotify and what's happened with these songs uh, i was going to bring up about voicemail i think was the first time one like got on a big list i don't know what list it was if you remember the name of it but it was it instantly had a hundred thousand listens once that happened and i was like just listening to it one day, I was like, whoa, what what just happened? And I think it seemed from the outside looking in like that allowed you guys to book more shows. I don't know if that's the case. It seemed like right after that happened, you guys had like more, I just saw you booking shows and doing more out of town stuff. Um, but usually people in town or local acts are doing music and people have that same kind of hesitancy to get behind them because it's their friends or it's their, their like, people that they know, you guys already have gone to that level where you have multiple songs with like six six digit streams on Spotify. Do you think that's helped with the people you know taking you seriously and taking the band seriously and being like, oh, he's they're like really doing it? Definitely. Um, yeah, definitely like we all like, and it just, it helps also like not being one person. Like being like Young Bull, like being, you know, me, Gabe, you know, Christian, band members, like everybody, like, um, because it's like we all got different connections, like within like, you know, not to put like I ain't gonna put everybody business out or nothing, but like like our bass player Butler, um, I can't I can't remember his name. Uh, Derek Hodge, I think is his name. But he um is Robert Glasper's like bass player. And he Damn. took his class. Like Christian has taken a class from ninth before, like and not saying like that's like a connection of any sort, but I mean just like kind of being in the realm of all these people, like and just taking in like all the knowledge that they have of being like mm -hmm. where they are. And it's like all of us like are kind of like able to say that we like been around like these people or been in these places to like I don't know. Like just do things and like have the knowledgeability of like 
knowing like okay what is there what we need to do next because it's like funny that you said talked about the oversaturation thing because like even he'll tell you we like literally just talked about this like we have gotten like a couple uh like ask about like shows just like kind of around the area and like i live like even gabe like you know gabe would be like yo like like i think we should do this or whatever like you know what i'm saying i'd be like yo like we only got but so much material, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, like, don't get me wrong, like, like, it's good and all, but, like, you know, I, like, I'm trying to, like, sell out, like, Carolina Theater, like, Deepak, like, I'm trying to, like, have, like, like, if we, like, rap, I'm not, like, no shade, no disrespect to anybody, but I'm not trying to, like, like, in a couple years, like, I'm, if I do a show at Motorco, like, I'm trying to have it, like, stupid pack like mm-hmm. line like sold out line in out advance like line out the door i'm talking about crowd at the front watching from the outside like i'm trying to be on like next we're we're trying to be on like next level mm-hmm. like i'm not trying to be like I, I don't like i'm not trying to be seen as a local like we're not trying to be seen as yeah. local artists did you guys have that uh attitude from the beginning with it did you guys come together and i'll say like that's where you were trying to go with it? Or from the beginning, it was more casual? Nah, like, it was casual. Like, because, I mean, honestly, like, me and Gabe, you know, started before we even had met Christian. And right. we didn't know, like, where things was going to go. And, I mean, when we met Christian, we just kind of, like, we, I mean, when we dropped Sopadelli, it was like, all right. So, Sopadelli was, you know, people was people in the city was rocking with Sopadelli. Like, a lot of people, like, you know, we, I remember, like, yeah, I remember even, like, first time you had, somebody was like, yo, like, somebody sent me, like, your post on IG story where you was like, yo, this is the hottest, like, like group in Durham or something. That. I would never say that. Hey, I seen it. I it got the screenshot. Like hey, hey, hey. That sounds like a real stand. Hey, look. Know. Hey, look. You remember when your girl came in here and was like, Ryan, we listen to him in the house every day. <laughs> <laughs> but nah. But so after we dropped Sopadelic, and then like you were saying about voicemail, once voicemail started booming, like it was like, and so, like a friend had told me about that, cause I didn't, I won't like checking, you know. I was just yeah. like, you know, we did, we made music, we had a CD <laughs> release, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like it's Liddy, like you know what I'm saying? Like I'm about to be king of the city, but it's not about being king of the city. Oh, I thought you were gonna keep going about. No, nah, I was just saying. Moment, I thought you were saying about voicemail. Oh no, nah, but yeah, with voicemail, that, yeah, when I noticed you. that, I mean, we talked about it. Like, don't get me wrong, we had talked about like. You know, we was making more songs. We had already songs, other songs like in the works or whatever. Like we won't talk about just like giving up or anything, but we won't necessarily like thinking like, yo, like this is what we're about to do with our life. Like, yeah, th- we have been, we went through things like, like from just the journey like of start until now, where it's like, like you know, like I know everybody like makes sacrifices and like and, but yeah, like we just made a lot of like sacrifices like you know like really had to sit down like and like be in meetings with like you know even he, me him uh who's him me g uh <laughs> uh christian gabe and we'd be like like yo okay, like so what are you trying to do like what yeah. what do you see like what do you see yourself doing like five years from now like what do you see yourself doing 10 years from now like like like, Wait, so members of the group yeah force each other to answer those questions like i'm saying yeah like you had to sit down with it like what are you doing like like and like even te- we've had to sit down and even tell ourselves like you know what i mean like 
like say if we like like hypothetical situation like if we feel like I'm talking about like we had real conversations with each other to like if we felt like you know say Justin me and you were in a group you know me uh me you Ryan was in a group and and I felt like you know you were communicating with somebody who was toxic to what we were doing like we would sit down and I would tell you that I feel like that person is toxic to what we're doing and like that's good and so that like and then you know if you know what I'm saying if if Christian agree if G agree or whatever then it's like all right then like what what's it gonna be B or you know if Gabe agree whoever agree like if Ryan agree if whoever agree whoever we going on you know what I'm saying get that friend out uh, I wanted to ask about when you guys did that show I remember the show you're talking about the album release show with the CDs in the back at Motorco yeah how long you had been doing music before that because I'm trying to want, I'm trying to figure out how not that it, sh- it shouldn't have come up on my radar. I'm glad it did. But a lot of people are making music locally that it's hard to like get it out there and get people sharing it. And I don't know how I came across it. But it just seems like right from the get-go, you guys had people checking it out. And I don't know. I, maybe it speaks to what you said about having a number of different members in a group. They can all promote it to their own circles. But yeah. I don't even remember how I saw that. I was just wondering if you guys did music prior to that. That was like the first thing, right? Uh, or did you do stuff before that you don't really talk about because it wasn't on the same level i mean we did stuff before but i don't want to say it wasn't on the same level because like so the first song we released was i can't get you out of my head and i, I want to say we released it released it well, we wrote it when we was like 16 so, so we, it wasn't, we, yeah, it me wasn't and gay started like junior started like together like junior year and, and there was no band yeah no band really we did our first show as young bull uh, or I don't even know if we was young bull yet. Right. Uh, senior year, you were just Tamik and Gabe. I think so. <laughs> I think so. And and so then we just kept making music. Like I remember, I traveled. Like I remember my first time I went to Boston. I went with Gabe freshman year, and like we was making music. Like we was, you know, we would like whenever he came home. Like we was just still making music. Then one day we was just like, I remember I was at. I don't know if it's a dollar general family dollar uh, over on the corner of Martin Luther King. We need to know King. which one it was. Martin, which chain was it? Uh, uh, Martin okay. Luther King and uh, by Bojangles and Lowe's. Um, Martin Luther King and um, and Fairville Street. I know you know what I'm talking about? about? Yeah. And so I was in there doing something like buying pencils or something. And we was on the phone and he was like, yo, we need to come up with a name for it. Like, we need to come up with a name for the album. So we like, just on the phone. And then he was just like, uh, he he came up with Sopadelic and he told me. Uh, what like, is Sopadelic? Explain Sopadelic. All right. So Sopa is like a root word from the word sopheric, which means um, to be put to sleep. Like, and then Delic is like, you know, the fuck with your mind. And so it's like music you listen to to wind down, like chill, but it's like you can't sleep to it because it's so damn good. That's why I fuck oh, with your mind. That's pretty good. Yeah. I didn't know that. I no, it's wild because I'm going to tell you, Gabe really didn't come up with that definition. He told me what <laughs> each one meant, and then I came up with it, and he was like, bro, let's roll with it. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's how it felt with the show was everything just kind of, not that it was thrown together, but it felt like everything was very organic. Like yeah. You guys got, uh, put the show together, put the album art together, had the CDs all in the back. It just was very like neighborhood feel, honestly. And that was I feel like you had, first it was your time, first, that yeah. was my first time standing up And you had your church was there, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like they were out there hardcore <laughs> in support. <laughs> yeah. 
That was amazing. It was a fun show. So I just want to go back a little bit more real quick because you mentioned meeting ninth. Did he just happen to be in Boston on that weekend? Because he's here most of the time, right? Or he's teaching this semester at Harvard? No. He teaches at Harvard as well. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, I got it mixed up. Maybe he teaches at Central and Duke and Central thing is like different semesters, but then it's always Harvard maybe? I don't know if it's always Harvard, but I know he's in Boston a good bit. So you guys talked a little bit. And it wasn't uh, we like we definitely talk. And it I mean, it like, wasn't like a. I don't want to like over exaggerate yeah, the conversation yeah. and be like, oh, like yeah, me and I talk. Like no, nah, no, nah, it was like just simple conversation. But like, I definitely tried to like grasp as much as possible. I was definitely timid at first. Like, but had he heard of it? Did he know you guys at all? I'm not sure. He oh, knew. Okay. He recognized who Christian was because right. Christian took his class. He said he recognized Christian. He said, yeah, I think he said he recognized Gabe. So this was my first time meeting him, and so I mean. Like, it was just a cool conversation. You guys are the kind of act that I really, 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 I have no influence over this. I really hope that someone in his position is, has an ear open to, and, you know, and, like, hears your guys' sound and brings you into the fold. Sign this man! <laughs> Sign these people. Or not even about signing, but just working together, man. Just, like, uh, we're going to be talking later just about um, younger acts in hip-hop and newer sounds that are coming out and the older older fans embracing it and i really hope that he is receptive to what you guys are doing and other other old rap fans too speaking of which do you think people are rap fans that are in your audience or they're like fans of r&b or what what do you call the genre by the way that you guys do i feel like you're listed as hip-hop rap on spotify or maybe yeah we kind of like it's like i think we listed as hip-hop no i think it's like hip-hop r&b you know they got a hip-hop r&b maybe i think well, uh, like when people ask generally, I don't know, we tell them like neo soul hip hop. Like, I don't know, like a few, like we just be like a fusion. Like sometimes people be like, you know, what, what kind of music you, you make of? If I tell them, I'll be like, it all depends on what you want to hear. <laughs> like, you, you know. Give, give them whatever. Did you guys do uh, Art of Cool last year? Because you are nah, like the quintessential actor. Nah, cool. it's crazy that you brought up Art of Cool because that's how too. we booked our first show. How so? I volunteered. Gabe was like, yo, you got to volunteer for Articula. So he sent him an email for me. You know, Gabe usually sends emails. I'm not a typer. Um, <laughs> like Gabe. Come yeah, on. They, uh, he sent an email. They, I went and got a shirt. Then I, like, you don't pick where you work at. They pick for me. Like, I, I seen Taylor McFerrin, Thundercat, perform live. Remember all that. Yeah, as well. But I was just volunteering. Like, and I met a couple other dudes, too, like, big, big names. But, um... Uh, I was just busting my ass, like making sure I was doing my job. And then I made sure at the end of the night, I went and talked to the dude who was like, he the manager of the joint. And I was like, yo, what I gotta do to be able to perform here? And he was like, Art of Cool at the uh, venue. I was like, bo. He was like, Art of Cool, man, you probably gonna have to pull some strings. And he was like, but the venue gave me his business card. Emailed him, I took a screenshot, picture, sent it to Gabe instantly. Gabe emailed him that night. And it's so wild because, like, we had our show booked, but then, like, they was like, no, and no shade to Motorco. Like, you know what I'm saying? We rock with Motorco, but. <laughs> I feel was, like you've said no shade. Oh, no, because. So, so many times. Because, <laughs> not, not trying to be funny, if y'all seen a Dave Chappelle uh, special where he was talking about, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, you know, language on here or nothing, but, you know, he we was. market like, is explicit oh, on iTunes. Okay. Well, look, he was like, uh, what did he say? He, um, 
he was talking about how like America is just like bitches, like you know what I'm saying? Like everybody just is so offended, like offended by everything, you know what I'm saying? It's just like so like by everybody's opinions and whatnot. So it's just like I don't want to make nobody feel like I'm you know, I'm talking about anybody. I'm just right, right, yeah. speaking about the things that I see and like I experience, you know what I mean? Yeah, and so to talk about what you guys do, yeah, I understand. Like you can't it's hard to give your experiences and your examples without also like yeah, like pe you know, people else. like especially you know people get attached to music. You know what I'm saying? They get when they listen to interviews, they feel like I don't know. People get attached to you know what somebody is saying or whatever, and then they say something that you know like might be somewhat offensive to them or whatever. It's like yo, but I won't, I won't talk about you. I was just you know saying like what was the what was the thing about Motorco? Oh, but they was they you. was yo they was playing. Uh, they like was playing with like the percentages. And so then they had canceled the show on us. And so then we was like sending back buku emails like, yo, like, no, we had this agreement. Like Gabe was like, we had an agreement. And we got back on. So then it was. That lit. was all for the first show. That was all the CD release. And it's crazy. The CDs that the CD release won't match CD to start. So anybody who got that, you got like some limited edition type. Like, I like remember can't you tweeting be found. about that they had like just been made the night before. Oh, yeah. Right? No, was, like, we was making. Listen, the, we was in rehearsal. In, right? We was in rehearsal right before the show. I'm on my laptop. I'm on my MacBook. Gabe on his. Um, I think uh, his sister is on his mom's. We got them joints burning. My cousin, we in rehearsal burning them joints, slapping the things on the front. My mom said she wet her joint and the joint came off because, you know, it's a sticker. Right. So it's like, don't wet that joint if you got the first one. The first one at the CD release, don't edition. wet it. That's awesome, man. Humble beginnings. Yeah. And now you guys are doing big things. So is there anything coming this year after Midnight Sun or Midnight Sun? We're just going to coast on that for a while. That's all we have right now. No word. Okay. All right. You don't want to give any headlines. Nah. I understand. All right. Well, it's been good having you, man. Thank you for being on the nah, show. Thank, thank you all for having me, you, man. For real. It's been awesome. Dope. Besides, you need to see. So, in closing, the real NCAA tournament starts this weekend with Central playing on Wednesday, the first NC North Carolina team playing in the tournament. Also, the Kanye West tournament has already started. Vote in that. Yeah, get your votes in on the Kanye bracket. You have, I think, three days left on those polls. Uh, get your votes in, participate, because this is really important. It's very important. <laughs> also, Pat Jr.'s show on Friday yes. at Neptune's uh, in Raleigh. Really excited for that. We it's, talked to him on the yeah. rundown. We've got a nice interview with him. That's an amazing lineup. Pod. It's yeah. going to be a fun night. Yeah, and Oak City Slums closing that out. So drink your matis, whatever boost of energy yeah. you need. Raleigh, get ready. And then, last but not least, the Scam Shirt Scam 2.0 is out. I have to advertise. <laughs> The new item from Runaway. Jay Billis. Uh, yeah, Jay Billis seen in it, actually, yeah. on Instagram. It's crazy it's really how he got impressive. an advanced copy of that shirt. We literally haven't printed it yet, and he already has it's it It's incredible. On. He's always on top of the and game. And we'll be celebrating that as well next weekend at the store. We'll be having a party. Stay tuned for details on that. Pew, pew.